they show us what that one is. Okay. Uh, let's see. Ball money secure under QFS. Let's see. My favorite Marine joke. Um, all right. We're going to run with this one since you're a Navy guy, and I'll see if I can find what that reference is, and then we're going to bring in Dr. Young. My favorite Navy Marine joke. After using latrine, the sailor walked out without washing his hands. The Marine yelled out, and the Marines were taught to wash our hands after using the head. The sailor replied in the Navy, they teach us not to pee on ourselves. I've heard that one, yeah. I, uh, when you're aboard ship, you don't really talk about that. <laughs> Especially since you all use the same tiny bathrooms and everything. That's right. You know, I think That's about right. that one. I don't know if it's uh, the way it, it if, if it's that way now, but back in the day, man, uh, even in the 80s, if you were a Marine, walked out of a bathroom, you didn't wash your hands, the rest of the group was going to was gonna make you pay for it. They would send you right back in until you did. It was uh, a Marine thing. Ooh, I'm getting blurry. You uh, you learn about that stuff uh, either in boot or in officer corps, uh, especially in boot, mm. that uh, if you're not clean, the uh, Marines will make sure that you are. Yeah, they will definitely make certain you are. And if you have poor sanitation habits, they will fix those for you. Um, executive order is for the program digital currency or basically his central bank digital currency one. It's the corporation. I'm not overly worried about that. Your thoughts, Mr. C, and then we've got I, to uh, move I, on. I'm sorry. I agree with you that it's a digital currency and, uh, from the central bank, and that's going to be gone because it's part of the corporation. Um. Yeah, I saw that one. All right, Mr. C, anything you would like to add in closing? Uh, not really. There's just a tremendous amount of uh, stuff to do. I'm, I'm booked like crazy getting ready for this uh, this lawsuit that we have started. Uh, I thank you for the opportunity to answer the questions, and no questions too crazy or out of whack, given the situation we're in. But um, I thank you very much. Uh, hopefully, I didn't upset very many people. And uh, again, the, we are open for business with regard to the affidavit book. Uh, we're getting them out as fast as we can. And so I hope that we are in the window big time this weekend. They do show up because, boy, I need it big time. And uh, if not, I shall talk to you and see you next Friday. All right. Take Sounds care. like a plan. Take care, Mr. C. All right, guys, for those that have birthdays, you're going to have to stick around a long time or come back and listen to the recording because I'm excited at this point to uh, bring in Dr. Scott Young, uh, author of, well, more books than uh, I have managed to be able to read so far this year, and I'm an avid reader. Uh, 18 books, you name it. Probably, I'm so excited about having you on here today. I am very much looking forward to it. How you doing, man? Oh, fantastic. Yeah, we were talking after, I mean, beforehand when the dog showed up with that too. So that's pretty fun. Mm. They are going through another round of ads over on Twitch. So uh, we will keep things light and airy until they get through it. We want to oh, see, see one of the puppies. Oh, yeah, guys, here. Great opportunity. Uh, we can get, da is it Dax? Which one's with you? This is, uh, yeah, this one is Kessel. So she's a uh, mini- Toy. Uh, uh, she's a toy Aussie doodle. So you toy Aussie her. doodle. Yeah. She's oh. like 12 pounds. Can you see? All right. Yeah. Oh, better not get her going. Okay. And then you want to see. Let me see. Uh, Dax. Okay. You're going to say hi. Oh, she has you. a mini. Uh, what is she? Golden Doodle. Mini Golden Doodle. Say hi. Mini Golden Doodle. I wonder how they do that. I guess they start with a, with perhaps a... Yeah, they have uh, like, like several split here, points here. All right. Hi. Okay. Oh, so jumping off. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wendy sitting over in the corner listening in. Uh, I like that one. Um... Liz wants to know why so many comments are getting deleted. Uh, it's an algorithm. It's a bot, Liz. Uh, they get deleted all the time. This is uh, YouTube. This censorship is real. Uh, it's amazing to me when I go back through logs and see just what they take out, what they consider a trigger word. Um, all the time. All the time. You just have to figure another way to 
another way to verbalize it or type it. You've got to think through when yours is removed. You have to think through. Don't be mad at us. We're uh, right. we're not in charge of this game. We're just playing it. We didn't make yeah. the rules. Exactly. So I, I wanted to kind of introduce a little bit about where I come from and how I come about this kind of thing. And um, so, you know, I, I come from a kind of a research background. I'm an audiologist of 30 something, 34 years. Um, you know, I, my specialties are end time issues, which is called eschatology. Um, I also do apologetics and then Nasara. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of, you know, they're like, why would you do all of those? Um, so when, when I do things, you know, for instance, with eschatology kind of thing, what I would do is read every single thing I could, every book on any, to any particular topic around it. And then I would kind of read the Bible on it. And I was like, well, why don't I just read the whole thing? So I would read from, you know, beginning to end and I would do it every year. And then I would kind of just read it over and over again. And then after a while, I've read everything out there. So I kind of just, you know, understood it. And then when I would do Bible studies, I would just, you know, kind of, you know, just get into it. And everyone else was reading their little, they, you know, come up with a little book thing and, and they were reading from their book. And I was like, why would we do that? And so, and then when I would do apologetics, I was doing the same thing. And any study I would do, I kind of got that way. And, and I never believed things. Um, most people when the, and and this is going to be a key that you guys ought to look at. Hey, don't believe me. Uh, you know, authority-based logic is the dumbest thing that we've we've looked at here. You need to have a logic built into the systems. Um, which what I'm basically saying here is study this stuff. Go and research this. You know, most people want it spoon-fed, and and that's not how this is going to work. So when I just fast forward into that, and I took that same thing when I started my practice. Hey, listen, I didn't know enough about accounting and all the other stuff that, that was happening with that. So I started, you know, delving into, you know, sales because I had to like set pricing and, and you know, sell hearing aids and deal with that kind of thing. So I had to like learn that part. And, you know, deal with how do you <coughs> set the sales prices <coughs> or something and, and then start learning accounting. And all this other stuff started coming in. And then I started getting kicked in the teeth. And Wendy and I remember very clearly that um, back in 2009, we were 90% debt to income ratio. I mean, we were swimming in debt. My partner at the time was an unrepentant alcoholic, and we had no answers for what we were doing. At that same time, I met a guy, most unassuming guy you'd ever meet. He'd always like hunch over when he would sit there. And Will would come in, and he would sit there with me, sit across the table from like 8 till like 5 or 6 at night. And I was working 100-hour weeks and paying myself nothing. I mean, the, the business wasn't even barely making it. And um, and he would sit with me and we were learning about, you know, the Bible again. We were going through things. I was picking it apart, but he was teaching me about the personality of liberty. And I was going, what are you talking about? You know, and I'm like, and, and what I realized, he was talking to me and teaching me about money. And he started to to push out some ideas. He would tell me to read things like this thing called uh, blockchain revolution. And I'm like 10 chapters into it. It's, it's about Bitcoin. It's, it's a real early Bitcoin thing. And I thought, and, and this is in 2012. And, he, and I said, well, is that the new, new uh, you know, currency? And he goes, no, it's going to be gold backed. And I'm like, gold backed, you know, is, and I, I had no idea what he was talking about. And he goes, well, yeah, Bitcoin, you can't be Bitcoin because, again, that was taken over by the, by the three-letter agencies that we talk about. Again, I'm like, and then he goes, well, I want to share with you um, a, a, a document that I wrote. And and it was a project. And it was, it was like, some of it was kind of <laughs> long rambling kind of things. 
and I have an English background. <coughs> Sorry. Um, and I'm reading this stuff, and it's it's about um, the cabal and anti-cabal. And again, I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't even know who the cabal is. And so most people talk about them as the white hats and the and the black hats, right? But what he was really talking about, the anti-cabal are the white hats and the cabal are the black hats. And so I'm a history buff. I love my history. I love my World War I, World War II history. And I started realizing how much of this stuff was lie and it was built in those lies. And we can kind of get into that a little bit more. But what I really want to focus on, and I don't want to you know, totally dominate the time here, is I kind of want to move forward in time and kind of push forward in, into a couple areas. Because, because when Will would bring stuff up, he was talking to me about Trump. He was talking to me about Pence. And he was literally right on everything. And I thought he was nuts with this. And I was, I was learning about the Goldback currency and about what happened in 2008. And no one was talking about this. And I mean, and he, no one was talking about Nasara. Um, people say, you know, I've been hearing about Nasara for 30 years. No one, no one mentioned it with that. I mean, now, Mr. C, you know, had some information about it. Now, a couple other people did, but no one was really getting into it. Um, and listen, I'm, I'm not saying I, I knew a lot of things, but I just had a little piece that I was learning and I was spending all day long on it. So... Um, without going too much in detail, I mean, I have this book called, um, my near diagnosis experience. And that was my, uh, near death experience that I had, you know, basically, uh, three years ago, almost right now, just past three years that I almost died in a, in a Denver hospital and walked out of the ICU in three days. So that was the weirdest part of that. You can just kind of see it on my website. And if you click on the website, drscottyoung.com. And you click over to the bookstore and you'll find all the books with that. You can see my videos as well. So you'll click that and you can kind of arrow down and you can go buy the books and click on those, those things and kind of get there with that. You can see all the different books and all, all kinds of different things that I have up there with that. So, yeah, you're, you're muted there. Sorry. I want to interrupt just quickly for all, for all of 30 seconds here, guys. Um, when you go to drscottyoung.com, if you want to follow him, whether that's Telegram, whether that's social media, he does put out videos on the Sarah to Sarah. Just uh, bounce over. You're at his homepage. Go all the way to the bottom. And um, yeah, going to need a longer mouse there. Uh, and right here are those links if you guys uh, so do. Um, a lot of great information. Okay, back to you. So... One of the things that as I'm, I'm coming out of the, uh, you know, that that situation, we've got, you know, 2019 and, you know, we're walking to 2020 and we hit into COVID issues. And I had um, a woman who was an IRS agent who, you know, was coming to a lot of my end time talks. And I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, she was. She she actually took what Congress wrote and, and wrote it into IRS ease. And I mean, I'm, I'm like, whoa, OK. And I'm starting to, like, put this stuff together. And she actually read the first CARES Act. No one talks about it. It's a thousand page document. It is so perfect. No one realizes it. She said it was referencing things in there. That and it was perfect. She goes, I've seen it lots, lots of other um, Congress documents, and they make mistakes here and there. And she goes, you don't worry about it too much. Um, and within three weeks later, they come out with the 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 real big one, the CARES to Act, and that CARES to Act is the PPP loans. The CARES three Act comes out maybe four something ish weeks later. It's fourteen hundred page pages, and she's read all three of them now. You know, she died, um, you know, several, a couple years ago with this. I wish she was around. She could have just seen the beautiful things out there with that. 
But the reality is, is those that PPP loan, here's what happens. And I personally have been a part of writing loans because I got these chances to work with these hearing aid manufacturers. But I want you to see what happened with them. They had no credit check in there. There was no personal guarantee. There was no repayment penalty points. There really wasn't a repayment. And as long as you use it for payroll, there was no interest kind of stuff. And it, and you, they, it was written off. Now, here's the thing. It was written by the, the as an SBA loan through the bank. The bank got monies at the end of the time frame. Now, how does Scott, and I'm not talking about people illegitimately, like the NFL illegitimately did this. How does Scott, and this is, by the way, the only way I could keep my practice open. How does Scott get a loan, two different loans, and the bank, the region bank here, the small bank here in Tulsa, get both of us get paid, and they didn't get, um, I mean, and, and they didn't get any interest on the loan. Because every other SBA loan comes through the treasury and, and the, the bank gets it. Here's what happens. There was articles. And by the way, all those kinds of articles that I did a lot of my research on to, that I did for, um, and I've written two books on, um, on Nasara. One is Nasara and the, and, uh, Nasara and the Mark of the Beast. And this is Revelations of the Red Pill. Okay. Um, but I went back and someone asked me, look at, look at some of the articles. Do you know the articles are gone off the internet? I'm like, where are they? I can't get to them. They go, they're they're gone. They're ripping articles off left and right. I mean, Mark knows this, and I, and I'm mean, like going back to them. And then, do you know that there, um, there's articles about the Titanic. It it's a false flag that we could kind of get into. That would be kind of fun, but I don't want to get into it too much. Do you know that they have QAnon articles about? Why the false, um, why Titanic really was, was what it was. And I'm going, why do you have to write articles about that? It's because they're terrified of you. You're kicking their butt left and right. Um, you're messing them up. So the, the PPP loan, here's what happens. And is there a way I could share the screen a hair or not? Is that a way to do that? Oh, you're, you're muted again. Sorry. You should have a button at the bottom of your screen that has a uh, share screen. And I should be able to allow you to share your screen. Is it, it says uh, present? Present, yes. Okay. And share screen. Okay. Share screen. Okay. And then it should pop up in my back office and then I uh, enable it. There you go. And allow. So, Okay. I want to show you this this kind of thing because most people don't get it um, just just to kind of see this. And so I'm just going to do a real quick one. So when you pay money to the IRS, money comes in, just make up a number, $10,000 in a year. It goes to the IRS. They take their cut. The Treasury takes their cut. Then the Fed takes its cut. And here's the thing that's fascinating. And I had to verify all this stuff. Six percent of it goes to the queen and all the private banks of the Fed. The other percentage is doled out $3.3 trillion that comes out. It goes out to the, just pays to the interest of this. Now, once they do that, you have a devalued point. And then the $6 trillion of physical printing comes out. And then you have $25 trillion comes out. Of, of digital printing of money because there's more digital happening always in that way. So the U.S. Mint then makes their money because the Fed tells them what to do. Okay, Then you have it coming out to the system. It's devalued by inflation to you. And then it comes out now to the system. So a fiat currency has no value other than its ability to have confidence in the system. And who's it made by? It's these morons over here. Okay, so to give you that idea, that's the system with this. And by the way, just as another point here, you know, every time we talk about this. Sorry, I'm going to click over here. Um, 
basically, guys, I know we want to, uh, you know, we, we want to talk about all these things and all, all these people that we, we see of the basics. Uh, we we want to talk about all these people and these circumstances of what we're terrified of. But I want to share with you how they've actually, they more, more than likely have done this. So you have the top of, of these Kabbalists. Instead of taking them out, what they've done, and game theory is they've taken out these layers of these idiots. And so the simplest ways to do this is to take out the lawyers and the smart people around. And, and, and we've all seen this. And, and I want to give you an example of this. There is a uh, congressperson, I, I can't say the right word, in Australia. And she's a physician. And I was talking to a personal assistant, okay? And she's worked in Hollywood and personal assistant. And she's sitting there with, um, and, and she, her big thing is that everyone, sorry, everyone should wear masks, right? And there is literally, without any effort, I find 15, 16 different things where she doesn't have her mask on. And she's sitting there like this without a mask on with, fr with friends around her. And I asked the, this personal assistant, and I've asked other people about this. I'm like, wouldn't a personal assistant, you know, some production person kind of go, hey, man, put your mask on or put your glasses on like a Jimmy Seville, you know, with your with your thing. And and here's the thing. They've taken away all the smart people. And when you realize the 17th letter says that they're stupid. It's because they've taken away all the people around them. So, guys, this stuff is kind of set up there, too. So I'm going to pause there if you want to jump in and, and kind of say some things. Um, well, no, one, I've been enjoying the background. And, guys, um, I have um, sweet-talked uh, Dr. Young into joining us uh, multiple times so that you guys can ask more questions. Felt like the first one should be more of an overview to try to get establish some of that base. You know, where did Nasera Jacera come from? Why do we need it? What's wrong in the world? Um, and, and those kinds of questions. Uh, I do like this one from Kiwi Pete, though, for you. What percentage of that from the Federal Reserve and those taxes and all that actually makes it to the supposed fund where it's supposed to go? How much it actually makes it into our general operating budget? None. I mean, it, that's the reality. It, it doesn't go. I mean, I went through this. Now, I'm going to tell you how I actually, I was playing around with this one, okay? And um, I was looking at the state of Oklahoma. And I, I mean, and, 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 and I, I, I went through this in, in a lot of ways because the state of Oklahoma charges sales tax on hearing aids. It, and it's a medical expense. And I was really upset about it. I was trying to work this one out, you know, and and I was looking at their four and a half billion dollar budget and trying to figure out where they were getting it. All of the, <coughs> the expense, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, the, the taxation was coming from excise tax and sales tax. And I'm asking like, well, wait a second, what about, you know, the, the income tax? Like it's like 5% in Oklahoma. It's nowhere. Um, what about, I mean, and there's a whole bunch of other taxes, you know, there's, tolls and other things. So then I started asking that same question. I mean, see, this has been a, this has not just been like a, a couple years. This has been year upon year upon year. What happens when you pay state and federal IRS taxation? None of it goes to, you know, your, your, your state roads or other kinds of things. They, they go to their pet projects. And people look at me like, you're crazy because they think that's where it all goes to. That, and and they, they think if we lose that, what's going to happen? And here's the, here's the issue that Nasara brings up. Now, please, guys, be I'm real careful. I'm an English guy. Okay. I'm, I'm real careful with us. Please don't say flat tax. Okay. Please, 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 please don't say flat tax. Um, because there's a whole group of people for 20, 25 years, and, and Mark will know this just as well, that have talked about flat tax, like a 10% flat tax. 
Nasara actually intimates a 14% national sales tax. All right. Okay. Did, you, did you say 4%? 14. 14%. Okay. So 14% sales tax. Okay. I'll teach you in sign language. That's how you say 14. Okay. So, and um, so what will happen is that it's not going to be on food or drugs. I mean, not your illicit drugs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, now, Mark, your illicit drugs, stop doing those. Okay. So, damn it. <laughs> I know, damn it. you know, so, um, so it's, it's, but it's also not going to be on used items. Now, the fascinating part, and this is what Mr. C talks about is the gold theory, but this is also the initial points of the, uh, of the Nassara documentation is that it's not on, uh, on a used car or used, uh, or garage sales or, you know, those other kinds of things. So you buy a used mower, it's not going to be on that. Um, but if you have the ability to buy a used car or a new car or a new house, go for it. You, you, you can pay for a 14% tax. Now, would you have a state city and local tax in Tulsa? Um, it's 8.517. I know that because I have to like calculate that all the time. So would I have to pay that too? Yep. So that's what, uh, you know, you have to add 8.517 plus the 14% for a new taxation point. You have to pay all that. And, and by the way, it's constitutional. Um, income tax, the, the, 16%, the 16th Amendment and, and this is the one key that people like David Strait, who will teach you as a fire hose, he'll kick your teeth in every time you listen to him. You need to slow him down, okay? When you listen to people like him and Russell J. Gould, who are gorgeous, I mean, Russell J. Gould actually um, created the quantum grammar that is the points of the quantum uh, financial system. But what happens in here in the 16th uh, um, Amendment, that is the point of, of uh, the um, IRS taxation. It was only supposed to be in there for the 1% for a very short time frame around 1914, 15, something like that. And it was only supposed to be for a short time frame, and it was supposed to... Um, it was supposed to sunset after a little bit. They brought it back somewhere, you know, in the um, in the forties, and and then they just never let it go. And and then and and here's the thing: if you are an individual, if you identify as an individual or a citizen, that means you're a citizen of of DC. Wait, I'm not a citizen of DC. Therefore, it's an illegal taxation. But every one of them are part of the corporation. See, when we delete the corporation, and by the way, Trump deleted the corporation on July 4th, uh, 2020. You want to jump in there? Sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, uh, I'm getting closer. It's a weird thing. I'm like, oh, man, I need to hear this more. So I'm like sliding closer to the to the screen. Okay, so let me throw out one another couple. Um, these are these are really important points. Um, there's there, there's a, a woman named uh, Santa Surfing, really sweet woman. You, you love her. I mean, some people know who she is, but um, she and I were talking about this one time, a long time ago. Um, the Fourteenth Amendment in the eighteen seventies. I just want to say seventy one, but I could be wrong. Um, the 14th Amendment on the fourth section. The third section talks about um, the election issues. Okay, so the election, bad word. Okay, so I, I don't want to mess up his, his channel. Um, so under the fourth section, I, I remember asking this question. It, it basically says this. Um, if you have a foreign power who is pushing the debt, you don't owe it. And I'm like, what? I, I had no idea what this was. Let, let, let me go backward in time. And I'm sorry if I'm messing with your time frame here. I think we're- Oh, no, 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 no. I, 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 I sectioned off an entire hour for you. Okay. So you go, 
You go as long and hard as you want. And and I I am a I'm a weird conspiracy nut, and people go, oh, and by the way, you know where conspiracy comes from? It comes from uh, JFK after JFK shooting. They had no answers for um, this in the 1968 uh, uh, um, uh, Warren Commission. Warren Commission comes out with it, and everyone goes, wait a second, how can you have the magic bullet? And they, they go, and so no one can answer it. And so um, the, the three-letter agency comes out with this thing called the conspiracy theorist. Instead of answering you, they just say, you're just an idiot. And so then they just get to apply it and they go. And, and so it's, it, it's, the, it's the quintessential conversation of, of conspiracy, of, of authority-based logic. I don't have to answer you. I just say, I'm a doctor or whatever I want to say. I'm an accountant. I'm a lawyer. I don't have to answer that question. Okay, so um, I, I want to take you back a little bit. In um, <clears throat> October 1 of 2017, there is a crazy shooting in Vegas. Um, it doesn't make any sense. They say from, from top above, there's a shooting down. But there is, if you go look through this shooting, there is a helicopter shooting down. There's Black Ops helicopter shooting. They're shooting from other areas. What was going on? Um, that is the prince of Saudi Arabia, and they were and Trump found out about it, and he gets him out of there. What was he doing? Okay, don't get into too much of this stuff. What was he doing? This is the original game theory of this. And by the way, this is Nasara, guys. This is actually this is even better. This is just Sara. This is when he began to set up the Jasara points of this thing. So what he did is he, he said, you're going to go around. And by the way, then he was the, his best friend. You're going to go around to all the big tech companies and you're going to tell them what I want you to tell them. He goes like, yeah, sure. And, and so, and, and he was probably, he probably told them around this time frame, you're going to tell Twitter, you're going to delete me. Okay. And you're going to tell Amazon, this is what you're going to do. Okay. And I always say this one thing, and I, I know I'm bouncing a little bit, but let me ask you a question. If this was a military issue, and people always ask this question, like Nasara is just a stupid thing. It's just it's not it's not real. It's not a it's not a circumstance. If this was just a white hat thing and a military thing, why wouldn't you have brought on someone like General Flynn to be the president? Why would you have brought on President Trump, an economist, because this is all about the money. If you don't catch this, this is about the money. I had learned back in 2013 and 2014 <coughs> from my white hat guy, Will, that they had come, and, and everyone knows that, a lot of people know this, um, but I've been learning about this, and I was like looking at my, my friend Will, I'm like, What? They, uh, the white hat came, the, the anti cabal had come to him and said, We're taking over America, we're, we're not doing this. Um, and, and they said, We want you to run for president, we're gonna, we're gonna turn off the machines, and, and we're gonna, we're gonna turn off the internet from the Dominion machines. And they did, by the way. There's some really cool people that that actually unhook the internet from the inter, from that machines, and that is Executive Order one 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 three eight four eight, and they that is the election f f term, and they did they took all this stuff and they they set them up. By the way, here's another one, an interesting thing that I'm going to kind of go off off topic here for just a half a second. Um, I'm an audiologist, so I have these, these test machines, okay? And I have to calibrate machines every day, or excuse me, every year. And I have to calibrate them, my, my dates in June. So every single machine has to be calibrated, or I, I lose all my license. And not only lose my license, I lose my insurance coverage. Do you know that 32 states are run by Dominion machines, and they have been out of calibration since 2017? Every E L E is out of is illegal from 2018, 2020, and 2022. They're done legally. 
Okay. So when we go back to that, we go back to 2017. This was the start of it. So he was bouncing around. Uh, Trump bounces around and goes, we got all the goods on you. And he bounces from, from nation to nation to nation. And the shadow presidency comes in and they tried to they tried to cover up what he was doing. And they had to get nation after nation after nation to line up. And it was going to be a sovereign event. Now, my friend Will was talking to me years ago. We had set up a sovereign corporation just like the Vatican. So I've been hearing about this a long time ago. And we've been talking about how do we unbuckle ourselves from from without being the, with the IRS. So I was I'd already been learning about how to do that because it's it's a totally mind blowing concept with this. So that's a portion of this of this whole process out here. Now, the Fourteenth Amendment under the fourth section. Once you understand that the Fed is run by people who are globalists, then you understand that every debt that you have is a federal, I mean, is a international debt and is not payable. Well, this will mess you up. In that same year of 2020, I refinanced my house. Um, like, And it's taken like four months. I mean, normal refi is like a 25, 30-day period, right? I mean, it should be done. Yeah. And, and like I'm sitting there trying to figure out what's going on. I get a letter, and this, again, this is in 2020, and I get a letter from Fannie Mae. And I've had um, five separate people get the exact same letter. And it said, by the way, uh, this is Fannie Mae. We bought your loan. Um, don't pay us. Pay the mortgage company. Now, you go, what does that have any meaning? Fannie Mae in 2008 in the mortgage crisis, this is the fake one, was taken over by the Fed. Here's the thing. It was taken over by the Fed. So here's what happens. My mortgage is sitting at the Fed. At the same time frame, I had more than a dozen banks that even with small banks, when a small bank writes a loan, the small bank has to file that loan with the Fed. Even if they're keeping that banking loan, that compound interest loan in-house, they have to file that thing with the Fed. That means ultimately every single bank loan I don't care if it's a line of credit, which is a bank loan. I've done them before. I don't care if it's an SBA loan, if it's a student loan, if it's a credit card, if it's a business-to-business loan. I mean, like you get a SBA or whatever those things are, mortgage or car loan, they're all filed. They're all ultimately sitting at the Fed in essence because they're filed with the Fed. So your debts are sitting at the Fed. And if they go bankrupt, and here's what, what Trump did at that same basic time frame. In uh, uh, November of 2017, he wrote Executive Order 13818. And in Executive Order 13818, he said, if you have crimes against humanity, which is why I think the EBS has to talk about the child trafficking, Crimes against humanity, I'm taking your, I'm blocking your property. And it says that you can't move, you can't shift around your, you, you can't do a whole bunch of different ways to shift your property. And here's what he's saying. And, and I, I, this is where I was asking Santa Surfing and a whole bunch of people, I'm like, what does that mean? I mean, if you're rich, can't you just, you know, shift around and buy something else? No, that was a, that was a um, bankruptcy. By the way, do you know who's actually been through bankruptcy several times? Donald Trump. He knows exactly what that means. He knows how that works. They're bankrupting the Fed. Oh, when you bankrupt the Fed, here's what happens. 
who's okay. Mark owns a house, right? If Chase Bank is written on Mark's house and he legally owns the house, if Mark's name is on it, who's left? Mark. If Mark doesn't foreclose on, I mean, let's say Mark doesn't pay his loan. What happens in foreclosure um, situations? They go into Pennsylvania, right? And they go to Pennsylvania and they go to the, go to his place and they and they go um, into the courtroom and Mark never shows up because he didn't want to pay. the He couldn't pay the loan. So they go in there and they they get the court to sign off on it and just to sign Mark off of the paper so they can get him off of the paper. So it's owned by the bank. Well, guess what happens? The quantum financial system, when the quantum financial system pulls you off and I want to share I want to share this one with you again. Do you mind if I do that one more time? Oh, no, no. You go right ahead. I'm going to share with you this one. Let's see. How, how, how do I do that again? Do I? Oh, my computer. Oops. And, guys, there are a lot of specific questions. I'm seeing them. Overview uh, today. We'll get to as many specific as we can. Looking forward to having them back here. Often. Um. Oh, share the screen. I got to like be smarter than the. Okay, there we go. Okay, folks, this is the beginning of Nasera. This is all the lesson. Many folks haven't been in this as long and they need, they need to understand the basics, where we're coming from. Oh, it was up and then it was gone. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just like dumber than a box of rocks in there. There it is. Okay. I'll show you in, in just a kind of a different way, you know, and and again, this is just the Scott way. Okay. So again, how do we know for, for sure? I don't fully know, but before Nisara that comes in and Nisara depends on where you want to be, uh, you know, before, you know, here's all your bank accounts and your IRA, your pension, you know, your houses, cars, taxable, and inside of here are all the sovereign people like the Bill Clinton Foundation, all these other people. They don't have to do pay anything, right? See, they don't own, own anything. If you listen to um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, they also talk about not owning anything and never paying for anything. It's really fascinating. Um, now, flip over here. On after Nasara with the quantum financial system, what it does is it moves all of your information inside the quantum financial system. Again, this is the postulation. Please, please forgive me if I'm going to be a little off on here. What it's going to do is it pulls all of your credit report inside of here. The taxable junk and the compound interest cannot pierce the veil of this. One of the crazy parts of this, I'm going to flip back over the screen here. Um, one of the, the crazy parts of this, this is what we, we have this belief system the crazy part of this is like, wait a second, do I owe my debts? Well, they've taught you to owe your debts, but guess what? If you pay with compound interest, you've paid two and a half times the amount of that loan. Have you already paid it? And you've already paid it off. Come on, guys. And and here's the other thing. The first um, article in the 10th section says you can only pay debts with um uh, gold and silver. What is fiat? It's paper. Paper. Uh, so I can't pay. My, I've never been able to pay my debts with gold and silver. Right. Um, by the way, that's First uh, Corinthians three eleven and twelve. Um, I build a foundation in Christ, and on that on that foundation, I could put gold, silver, and precious stones, or or wood, hay, or stone, uh, wood, hay, or stubble. And whatever's burned up in the fire, that's what's left over. Oh, what do you think that that EBS might be? Is what's burned up in the fire is what's going to come out on the back end. It's just a thought. Um, so here's what we think is that the blockchain thing is going to set you up as a sovereign agent. And it's going to bring out financial um, privacy and and by the way, I'm going to throw out something a little bit nutty to you. Do you know that Elon Musk 
might not be that same Elon Musk dude. And he's been talking about bots. And I pay, I pay for pay-per-click and SEO and all kinds of things. He's actually intimated that as much as 60 to 70% of all the internet is, um, is, is bots and has weird filter points. On my, in my Tulsa area, I'm number two with Google, uh, on the Google search engine for uh, Google reviews for, for, for hearing. How come I'm not on, number two on every search engine? It's because they have so much filter points on there. What if the filtering that he's possibly buying uh, Google and he's already bought Twitter, what if they buy the rest of them? What if it all gets filtered out too? Just a thought. So. You, you want to, let's see, have your mind blown. Just go to YouTube and um, do a quick uh, search for chat GPT. This is one of the best AIs out there. Um, and it is, whether you want it to trade for you, write a paper for you, um, it, it, it's, it's crazy. So when he's talking about that, Neil Musk's talking about that, the, it is downright spooky. It's it. There's some crazy things in this, this circumstance. Uh, and I know I'm throwing out stuff to you guys and I'm, I'm throwing you with a fire hose with this, but uh, you know, it, it, and, but it is, it's so much information. And it's that first time, Josh, just like you, when you first went down the rabbit hole, it becomes like a you just throw it up on folks because there is so much to learn so quickly it'll start making sense we'll start picking through it um have a lot of people though asking what do you expect dollar wise do you expect them to get back uh when nasera kicks in and what's the difference when nasera jacera do you expect them to get birth certificate money tax money any of those things that's a lot of some of the common questions okay i'm gonna be i don't want to be a wet blanket can I just and and please go ahead. Can, go ahead. Can we just say something? Um, if you disagree with one another, I'm not the devil. Okay. Um, so like it's okay to disagree with one another. Um, and and you know, and sometimes I'm going to disagree with other people, and they're not going to disagree. You know, agree. Let me let me share with you my feeling. First off, um, is there going to be a UBI? Okay, I'm real picky about UBI. That means universal basic income. Who created the idea of a UBI? The Great Reset people, the cabal. Okay, first off, what's that mean? That means a communist kind of viewpoint. And I work for the government and, and they would make me do this. Okay, I'm, you know, that would be a bad thing. Okay, that means everyone making a, a, a number. Okay, that, that's not a good idea. So let's pull away from the UBI for a second. Let's move forward to um, one of the things that the Nassara documents actually do stipulate. It does stipulate three main areas that we have to talk about. The people who are infirmed, <coughs> specifically um, disabled, um, that we need to take care of them. It doesn't say how much. Um, that we need to like boost up their their abilities, and they don't need to be paying for um, uh, income tax or income tax and other things, uh, uh, sales tax and other other areas and in, in, in different areas. Uh, Social Security, we need to boost them up. Now the possibility that I keep hearing, and again I don't know, Mark might be right on this. Um, you know, three to five thousand dollars a month you know, a total kind of thing. I'm cool with that. Um, is it a hundred thousand dollars a year? I don't know. Um, is it at 61? I don't know. I'm real picky about the idea that everyone gets a hundred million dollars or 10 million bucks. Okay. So let's be macroeconomist boy. So if everyone in America got a hundred million dollars, Here's what my problem is. 
If instantly everyone did that, no one drives a truck, no one gets on an airplane to do their job, no one goes to the hamburger stand, no one comes to an office because they really don't want to work anymore, they really want to do anything. And then here's what happens. We have a gold-backed currency that has an incredible value, and here's what happens. We have price inflation to beat the band. And um, because everyone walks into it, you go to a car dealer and they know you have $10 million, so that $40,000 car now is worth a million bucks or or whatever they want to make it. And so they go, well, you have to have price setting. I'm like, wait, do they have to have price setting? I mean, now we have to have government setting prices. I think we have to get into a freedom point here. Um, I think we have to get into a point where, where people are stop worrying about some of the money, but they need to get back into understanding their own cash and they need to understand how to save. I mean, we need to get back into real abilities to do this and not, you know, all the all the chains that happen. Um, so I think and the other point here is, yes, there have been bonds um, taken out against you, against all of us. But do you understand those bonds were done by the DOT, the Department of Transportation, and they were done in Puerto Rico, where it's it's not even a state on purpose and it was done with a with an insurance, a life insurance policy. I think what that stuff has done is they're wiped off the map. It's just my thing. Because here's what happens. What if you don't have any debt? What 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 if you don't have any debt? First off, all of your money goes one to one into goldback currency. So now the value of your money goes up dramatically. Prices start to fall dramatically. Now it has to has to go um, in, in a <coughs> logarithmic scale based upon you know cost of goods sold. You know all these kinds of things. There's all kinds of things. There's soft costs. There's there hard cost points that have to change. It's a slow progression of, of things changing around you because people have to pay rent. They have to pay all kinds of things around them. Um, there's not going to be price setting, but we're going to start seeing that thing go down and down and down. But we're not going to have like 1950s pricing because in 1950s, they couldn't buy cars either. So that's not it's, it's not going to be like anything we've ever done. Um, but people are going to have to start learning how to live within their means. So I think that's going to be part of that, that circumstance. So I hope that at least explained a little of that. No, yeah, some of it. I mean, we, we do have to keep in mind on that one. Um, just like you had said, nobody, nobody's going to work if they suddenly paid all of us this money. Um, and now you've got to ask yourself, and they're like, yeah, you know, they'll have a, the, the technology will fix that and we won't have to work. You do realize what would happen to humanity if that were the case. I can't imagine that that would be a good thing. Let's just say that that off-world technology comes down tomorrow. We have food replicators. They can make everything do anything. Uh, robots uh, till all the fields. A handful of us would continue to work because we were just born and raised that way. Two, three generations from now, we probably wouldn't function and do anything. Uh, What's the thought the of you terrifies me. The purpose of man is to have a purpose. And by the way, go read Ecclesiastes. It's, the, it's to do work and to have a purpose. Guys, if you don't understand Ecclesiastes, go read the last chapter of Ecclesiastes. It'll talk to you. It's, it's about to have a purpose. And by the way, hey, I'm not, I think, I, I think the, 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 some evil is the woman who comes home, she's a single mom, and she's got three jobs. And she still can't pay the rent kind of thing. Hey, man, we need to fix that stuff. I'm talking about that. So, yeah. Um, here's a question. We're going to squeeze in one or two if we can on you before you wrap up for today. Um, somebody's saying Congress never passed Nasera Jacera. Um, congressional record from the year 2000. So, um, well, let me throw this one out at, at you. Um, 1913. So in 1912, uh, Roosevelt, I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking up, upwards, so I'm trying to remember all this stuff. Roosevelt and Wilson uh, were both backed into government uh, so that they could get the Fed. Uh, mm -hmm. The Titanic was, was uh, sunk because they wanted uh, Astor and Strauss and Guggenheim 
were against the, the opposing votes. Exactly. The opposing votes were on the Titanic. And, and so they had to kill it. Yes. So it was, it was the first, um, it, it was the first false flag. So they get Wilson in, they go in um, at break in, in December. So almost all the, of the Congress and Senate are out of, out of break. They push on a bill uh, called the Federal Reserve. Now, Aldrich plan in 1910 was roundly pushed out because it had a central bank. So that was in regular session. Okay. Now, so, and, and so then, um, and, and then Wilson pushes in the Federal Reserve on December 23rd, 1913. And he actually says is the worst thing he ever did. Okay. Let's fast forward to, um, what is it? Like October of 2000. So it's the end of his term. So it pushes through. There are some push points in there. And um, he he pushes it through. And, and we say, yeah, but, but, but it wasn't pushed through. Who did it? Okay. <clears throat> now, we know that 9-11 was the date of 9-11-2001. In 9-10 of 2001, there's weird things happening. Number one, Rumsfeld. Um, Rumsfeld goes and tells everyone the three trillion dollars suddenly goes out the window in uh, in the Pentagon. And by the way, the next day a missile goes in there. Where they want to tell you it's a plane. It's the stupidest thing in the world. In um, Building One, Two, and Seven, um, all the documentation for um, Nasara and the JFK thing and the gold-backed currency, all are in there. There is uh, there's identification of, of thermite, and there's also DEWs. I don't want to get into that. I mean, it's, it's a long story with this. I mean, there's really weird burn marks of, of, of cars around there that don't make any sense. The the 911 um, truther people with, with, I mean, real heavy scientists go, this doesn't make any sense. Um, I drove in Denver, you know, on the way, it was a 90 minute drive and both buildings were down before I got on, on the way to work. There's no way it could come down in that way. Um, so none of that stuff makes any sense. What's in those buildings? That was when, here's what happens. Um, Bush and Cheney aren't even in the White House. That's illegal. Poppy Bush shows up, kills Nasara out of the White House and kills Nasara. That's when they killed off Nasara. And, and here's the thing. That's what happened. There was a joining of the white hats and the black hats so that they could kill this off. You guys got to understand every single um, financial event, or excuse me, false flag event is a financial event. So why isn't it in the, the congressional record? It's because Poppy killed it. Um, let me give you one other really interesting one, and I'm going to give you a fun one, and then we'll answer another question. Um, a weird one. Bloody Valentine's in uh, 29. Really weird thing in Chicago. Um, so there's, there's a whole bunch of shooting in 29. On that same date, the Federal Reserve gets together and, and they turn over the, they, they say, we're, we're going to basically crash the markets by taking away the fractional uh, uh, banking systems of the, of, the, uh, of the stock market. And then in October, they do it. So, so they had, here's what, here's what I want you to understand with uh, uh, false flags. Look over here. Don't look at what I'm doing over here. Look over here, not what I'm doing here. This is why that, that event is out there. Making myself some notes here. Um, all right, we've got to squeeze in one more quick question. Then as much as I want to keep going, uh, I do have a little bit of uh, the day job that still has to get uh, accomplished. Um, well, I'm debating on what. If I'm only getting what question, I'll, I'll, I'll let them uh, pick this one. Yeah, it is. Uh, you have to go back to the very beginning of this to properly understand. Hey, can I throw out one one I wanted to hit? Um, military. Um, I have been. I don't want to say who and where, um, but I mean, 
I love the military and um, a lot of people are talking about the military. <clears throat> and listen, there, there are bad people every single place. Okay. But I have been talking to people who are in a lot of the, the paramilitary groups. Um, they're actually talking to military people. It, they should be marching down the streets already. That, that, uh, they should. Um, and the reason why they're not is because the military is talking to them. Yeah, otherwise they already would be being told. They're, they're to calm them down. Trust me, the, the good guys are in control. So. Um, <laughs> Terry, Mark, call off. Tell them you're sick. <laughs> I love that one. Um, next Friday, I know you are very – Friday's the only day that really – Yeah, I, I'm happy to do it Friday. Let's do it Friday. Um, and I will set aside time where we can go much longer if needed um, because I can plan ahead for it, uh, which I think will be awesome. All right, Dr. Scott Young, thank you so much, guys. DrScottYoung.com. You can uh, find page links at the very bottom as all of his social media, etc. cetera. Um, feel free to, I, I encourage you to follow it. Find all the resources out there, not just me, not just him. Find them all and then weigh and measure them. Do your own research. Throw out the bad. Keep the good. See if it resonates. We have got that personal responsibility to do our own part of that, uh, not necessarily be spoon-fed. Okay. Uh, I have to sing happy birthday, uh, Dr. Young. I don't want you to be forced to have to uh, survive that one. That's okay. <laughs> and we look forward to seeing you um next friday same time next week same time next week if you want to stick around for a brief moment i will sing and then join you in the back of the studio after we end just to make certain we'll we have lined up all right okay all right for all of actually i've got to go back to uh let me switch it around in order to be able to put me up here there we go uh many great birthdays today uh jolene lynn alexia joe michelle i think we actually had a couple of joes Let's uh, wish you all a happy birthday. Thank you guys for sticking around. Be prepared. Mods, uh, be prepared for next Friday as well. You guys may want to have a microwave meal ready for the long one. So they tell me it's your birthday. Well, happy birthday, darling. May you live. May you love. May all your dreams come true. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to all of those celebrating. And you can catch both of us waving goodbye, and then we can see the other half there. Bye, guys. <laughs>